heads to clear thinking, my heart to greater loyalty, my hands to larger service, and my health to better living for my club, my community, my country, and my world. Wow. <laughs> Bringing it home with Sarah and Tennille. I never know what you're going to start this with. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of took my breath for a second. Yes. Okay, guys. So, I've got a couple questions for Tennille, and it pertains to what we just listened to. Okay. So, okay. we'll see if she can pass the quiz on our uh, podcast this week on Bringing It Home. Okay. So, can you tell me what club has been around since 1902 and was originally known as the Tomato Club? Club or the Corn Growing Club? The Corn Growing Club. You'd be all about that, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, sounds like <laughs> it. But no, I'm not aware well, of those clubs. I can answer this question and tie it all together. <laughs> this is 4-H. Everybody knows 4-H. We know 4-H, yes. And who, were, who was the recording you shared with us? They oh. were the, what, the 4-H? Youth in Action Pillar winners from 2020. 2020, yes. And they were reciting the... Um, Pledge to 4-H. Yes. So Awesome group of kids. Yes. So 4-H has been around for over 100 years. It was began in Ohio in 1902. And by 1924, when the extension service rolled around, became mm-hmm. um, what we are, 4-H was born on a national level. Wow. So, and, and you know, it's local. It's everywhere. Yes. It's in the counties. Um, I know you represent Crockett County, Tennessee. You've got an awesome 4-H agent. Yes, Which we'll I talk do. more about her in a minute. <laughs> and I'm in Madison County, Tennessee. Um, I have two awesome 4-H <laughs> agents. Uh, shout out to Sharon Tubbs and also Dr. Kane Reeves. That's right. Yes. They all do a great job. They do. And we're highlighting 4-H because this is National 4-H Week. All mm-hmm. week this week. And we wanted to bring on an expert in the field. Yes. That is not you and I's background. It's not. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> but we wanted to bring on a special guest. And it just happens to be someone I work with every day. Well. <laughs> this is my friend and co-worker, Tanya Bain. She is the 4-H agent here in Crockett County. She's been working for... UT Extension doing 4-H for over almost 26 years, right? She's telling your age, Tanya. I know. I, I was two when I started. <laughs> she was two when she started. Now I understand. Okay. I well, welcome, Tanya. Thank, Thank you for joining you. us today uh, for National 4-H Week. Right. And 4-H is the largest or- youth organization in the whole world. So that's pretty amazing. World or world. nation? World. 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 Okay. <laughs> so we're going to... Ask Tanya some questions um, to kind of get out the basics of 4-H yeah. and how people can get involved. Because you definitely want your children involved in this program. All right. So, let's start, like I said, with the basics. For people that may not be familiar with 4-H, can you tell us what the 4-H's are and how they are represented? <laughs> you know, that is the basics. What, is, what are the 4-H's? Yes. And right. how they're represented in the program. You bet. So, the 4-H's are said in the pledge you heard them just a few minutes ago they start with head and we pledge our head to clear thinking and that just simply means that we want um, us to we want our our youth members to think clearly and make good decisions Um, the second one is heart Um, we strive to teach our 4-h members to be good citizens the importance of helping others and learning to give back so that's where their heart comes into play Hands is next, and our hands are there because we want our members to be actively involved um, by doing things hands-on. Um, sometimes learning is best done through hands-on oh, activities. Mm-hmm. So that is um, one of the H's. And then the last one is health. 
um, health. We want, in order for you to make good decisions and to be active, you have to have good health. And that is an important H as well. So that's what the fourth one says. I love for. that. It covers it all, doesn't it? It does. Four H. <laughs> and the logo actually has four H's right there. You know, right. it's the four leaf clover. That's so, right. So, you know, that's you've right. got a clover for each H that's represented. So, four H also has a motto to make the best better. Mm, I like that. And the slogan is to learn by doing. So if there's a parent or guardian that may be listening right now and they want their child involved in 4-H, explain how these two ideas are kind of encouraged, making the best better and learning by doing. Absolutely. So like I mentioned before, um, learning by participating and doing is sometimes the easiest and best mm -hmm. way to help kids remember. Um, in 4-H, we strive to teach important life skills, um, things that they're gonna continue to use throughout life, communication and teamwork and decision-making. Um, we focus on activities that put their hands on activities to help them learn. So that's where the learn by doing comes from, which in turn makes them even better as a person. Mm -hmm. um, they grow and they develop these important life skills that they're going to use forever. So 4-H is not, it's busy. I mean, you're doing stuff. It's all not just time. like <laughs> listening time. to somebody talk. No, no, not at all. Okay. It's all the time busy. It's like, that's the best way to describe Tanya. Busy. Busy. <laughs> yes, busy. All the time. Yeah. There is no rest for the week. And weary. you'd like to be busy. I love to be busy. Yes. This is the best job ever. <laughs> Wonderful. And I will say, just seeing Tanya at work every day, she does encourage the best. She gets the cream of the crop kids to better themselves. So I love Absolutely. that part of the program. Pushing them out of their box and yes. experiencing new things. And the 4-H agents are so joyful. They enjoy working with the youth. Yeah. And I think that's important to emphasize. Absolutely. You know, they, they're there because they want to be. They're right. doing this job because they enjoy you know, doing this job. And I see that in my office all the time. Right. Yeah. And if you think about it, it's an important job because you're taking the students of today and turning them into the future, the citizens Ooh, of the future. That, and wow. the responsibility. It is a big responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. It means you want them to be the best. They're mm -hmm. going to be leading us one day. So Absolutely. we want yeah. them to be the best they can be. Yeah. Wow. Well, okay, another basic question. Tanil alluded to this earlier. The four-leaf clover is the symbol for 4-H, and the official colors are green and white. What is the significance of these symbols and colors? Okay, well, green was selected because it is the most common color in nature and oh, typically yeah. symbolizes mm -hmm. life and growth, which is what we encourage mm -hmm. growing mm -hmm. in 4-H. White was used to represent purity because we want our ideas and actions to be pure in thought. Okay. So that's like where those it. came from. Yeah, it's kind of deep though. I mean, <laughs> all of this is intentional. I mean, yes. this was decided yes. for yes. a purpose. That's Not right. just, hey, I like green. <laughs> I like white. Let's put them together. Colors are fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. As a city girl, I grew up in the city. And back when I was growing up, 4-H was not available in the city where I grew up. You had to be a county student mm -hmm. in order to participate. Same with Sarah. Too, we didn't yeah. have 4-H growing up because we grew up in the same 
you know, area. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. But it's not the case now. The a misconception about 4 H is that you've got to be a farm kid. You've got to have some animals. You've got to grow a crop. You gotta grow corn. <laughs> you gotta or grow corn specifically. Yes, we've come a long way. Those are just wrong, Tanya. And we know that 4 H has something for everyone. So can you just give us some examples of programs that reach a variety of students? That it, it wouldn't matter if you lived, you know, on the cornfield or in a high rise somewhere right. that's exactly that you could right. benefit from. That's exactly right. So in Tennessee, we're very fortunate that a 4-H program is in all counties in our state. So that includes those that are rural and those that are urban. So mm -hmm. that's excellent. Kids have the opportunity to do those country things that you think of or those rural things like exhibit livestock or raise a crop. Mm -hmm. But they also have the opportunity to do so much more. We have projects in computers. Um, we have programs and projects in fashion design and creative arts. Kids can get involved in things related to electricity. There are animal projects, of course, but there are so much more. Public speaking is a good one that comes to mind. Public speaking, I think, is the most valuable thing you're going to use. It. Depending For on what field you ever. go into, you're going to use it continuously. Mm -hmm. Like, exactly I make right. my kids do the public speaking. <laughs> <laughs> At some point in your life, they'll appreciate it one day, Sarah. They will. And, you know, a lot of kids, I was talking to um, a district attorney a couple of weeks ago, and he said, you know, the ability I have to speak in front of people every day came from the speeches I used to give in 4-H. That's huge. Because it's important. Mm -hmm. It's a good skill to learn. So, yeah. Well, you definitely just named a bunch of opportunities for kids of all different Any kid. Oh, and there's yeah. so many more. I mean, it's the it, opportunities are endless, to be completely honest. There are cooking opportunities, yes. right? I mean, there yes. are like, uh -huh. you know, competitions yes. where you can bake bread and, and you grill know, and a grill yeah yes, we just so finished fun. a grilling contest so those skills yeah. that you could use no matter where you live that's yeah. right and a lot of it's life skills mm -hmm. you know when you get to the root of the project that's it's, right it's life skills yeah. and it's a great way to see if this is something you want to do forever continue oh, in the future good you know kids that really like to cook may be interested in culinary arts in the future right. so that's oh. a great great idea mm -hmm. so 4-H looks different in different parts of the country and even in different parts of our own state here in That's Tennessee right. mm -hmm. you know some people are able to meet in the school setting like both of our counties represented here yeah. um, others are not and have to meet in community settings or That's after right. school programs and things so how do these different types of clubs function differently in terms of where people can meet and how to get kids involved that's right that's a good question in Tennessee we are very fortunate we are one of the few states left that still meets 4-H in the classroom. That's an easy, accessible way to incorporate all the kids in your community or as many as you possibly can. Mm -hmm. For an urban area, that may be a little harder right. than it would be here. Yeah. Um, in other states, they do community clubs, so they bring kids into a specific area. Um, and that works well for their environment, but unfortunately doesn't allow them to reach all the kids in their community. Right. When I was an extension agent in Arkansas, I was in Pulaski County, which is Little Rock. And at that time, we had community clubs. Mm -hmm. So they weren't in the schools meeting the clubs, but 
every day after school, they were in different areas. And the participation numbers were much smaller. Of course, those were great 4-H'ers. They were very involved in what they were doing, but I'm sure there were a lot of other children who missed out because it wasn't offered at school. That's right. Yeah. And not everybody can get to a community club. So Mm -hmm. being in the classroom makes it, like I said, a little bit easier for all kids to be Yeah, you're going where they are. That's right. Yeah. That's right. But community clubs have an advantage too because they can be um, subject specific. So mm-hmm. just kids that are interested in those particular things will come to those meetings. Like growing the corn. That growing the corn or the <laughs> tomatoes or showing that cow, yeah, you know, okay. whatever the case may be. Or it could be even something totally different like fashion or yes. communications or something of that nature. So, Well, I can see advantages to both for sure. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, and, and just the ability to do it anywhere is, is right. positive. That's so. exactly That's right. true. And we know 4-H is for youth. That's, that's what it's for. But... We know it takes a lot of adults. It We've does. talked about our 4-H agents in our offices, but it takes people beyond the 4-H agents uh, to get all this done. Right. So there are adult leaders in our counties that work hard. There are also volunteers. What types of things do these people contribute to the program? Well, that is a great point. We would not be as successful as we were if it was not for our wonderful volunteers um, that help on a daily basis. And there's a variety of ways that people can get involved. Um, Some of the things that people think of first when you talk about volunteers is going to summer camp, Mm -hmm. which is a great opportunity, you know, a week vacation with 400 kids. What could be better? Sounds relaxing. I I mean, right. (laughs) You might have a new volunteer. (laughs) Uh, What more could you want? That email might get lost, but go ahead. (laughs) But we also use our volunteers to help train judging teams, Mm -hmm. um, maybe with special project groups. Mm -hmm. If you have a person in your community that is really good with with woodworking and that's a project you teach that's a skill that maybe you as an agent don't have so you would bring somebody in to help with that and volunteers are good that way you know most people with those skills love to share absolutely their hobby yeah if you love it you Mm -hmm. you want to do it and you want to talk about it and share it Mm -hmm. that's right and it's important also to build that youth adult relationship Mm -hmm. it's a great way for kids to to learn but also to see um how adults are positive influences in their life and are there to help and to be helpful and teach things and skills that maybe we're not teaching anymore so you know what i love to see are the the students who came through as 4-hers and they go on to become the teen leaders and they go on to become adult leaders and they just keep giving back that's right and there are other ways people can help too maybe somebody's thinking well i really want to help but i don't have a special talent that I feel like I can share. Mm -hmm. But there are other ways. You can serve as a judge for public speaking. You can judge posters. Maybe you can help set up for a 4-H event. Um, You know, some volunteers are monetary donors as Mm -hmm. well. So there's all different kinds of ways that people can get involved and different levels in which they can do That's a great point, you know, because some of that stuff you need more than a, a specific area of expertise. You need somebody that can come help set up the tables and take down the tables or do registration. Put the packets together. All of those things. Yeah. It sounds like it takes a village to do four agents. Yes, definitely. (laughs) Wow. That's great. So if anybody listening is curious to find out more information about finding a local 4-H program in their county, whether it be Tennessee or another state, you know, how would they go about finding this information? That is a great question. In Tennessee, we have a couple of ways. Um, Obviously, you can go to your county extension office. Every county here has one, and they will be able to direct you to their 4-H agent. Or, if you are a web person, you can search the Tennessee 4-H website, 
Okay. And there's a link to our county offices there as well. Um, in other states, it's basically the same. Contact your mm -hmm. county extension office, mm -hmm. um, and they will be able to point you in the appropriate direction. I mean, if you call them up and say, hey, I want to help with 4-H, they are not going to hang up on you. <laughs> you are exactly correct. So, that is right. So give them a call. That's right. Yes. Volunteers welcome. <laughs> Always. Tanya, thanks so much for sitting down with us for this conversation. National 4-H week. Yeah, throw some green on. Maybe That's share right. a... Favorite memory from 4-H? Oh, you definitely. Call your 4-H agent. If you yes. had a really good one, just send them an email or give them a call and say, hey, you touched my life. That's right. Here's what I'm doing now. They would love to hear from you. Or you give would. back by calling your local agent and seeing what you can do to help the youth of today. Absolutely. Those are all great ideas. Love it. Thank you so yes. much for joining us, Tanya. And thank you listeners for joining us today. In the words of Bob Marley, live the life you love. And love the life you live. Happy 4-H week, everybody.